As children, what? one thing, of course, that our parents try to teach us is common courtesy. Usually, yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX. Like, I remember once that someone, stranger, gave my <laughs> stepmom a lecture because my brother and I, and I quote, apparently cut him off at the uh, drink machine at a local Taco Bell Ugh. and just was letting us verbally have it to the Gosh. point that she stepped in and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not your job to discipline my children. I'll discipline my children. And then he, like, of course, went right. off the deep end and was like, oh, you're a terrible parent, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. There's a point, right? That was yeah, to, yeah. to prevent things like that from happening. You know, AJ, that's the actual worst thing that could ever happen. It's cutting someone off. You at cut the, someone yeah, off at the drink fountain, and oh, my gosh. My bad. That's, uh, wow. Uh, the audacity. I was a terrible child. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize again to that guy. I don't know your name. Random stranger. It was definitely warranted that you, you yelled at kids and then their parents. Totally. Over some kind of soda. Probably but, Mountain Dew. But, 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 it, probably. Honest. Let's be honest. It probably was mm. a Mountain Dew person. Mm-hmm. It, fits, it fits the MO. Mm-hmm. I can say that. Former Mountain Dew person. What but, up? But sometimes, maybe I won't go far saying the common courtesy doesn't stick. Maybe, maybe, just, maybe just forget it along the way. Maybe yeah. just forget it along the way. Yeah. Because somebody has decided to do just that. Uh-oh. Somebody somebody cut you off at the refill machine, Somebody McCall? cut me off. No. That's somebody. We have guy, okay. I met it's bad parents. Bad parents. <laughs> you know what's bad parents? No. We have three bathrooms in the radio station. Yes, we do. Okay? There's like a unisex one in the hallway and a women's yep. and a men's bathroom. Yep. Fun fact, unisex one, pretty much used basically my men anyway. Just, yeah. Just I was told as soon as I got hired here, do not use that bathroom. It's a fair point. So I was point. like, okay, great. It's a fair point. So we have a uh, complaint from multiple people <laughs> that whenever the door is closed, somebody, I'm not going to name names because I know exactly who it is, likes to walk up and try and open the door. Like they're going to go in and go to the bathroom. Like, so, here we go. Here's what you do, okay? If you see the door is closed, what do you do? Do you A, jiggle the handle? Do you B, look at it and say, I think the door is closed? Or do you C, knock on the door? The answer is C, by the way. You knock on the door. It's fair. Why is it that people, like, what, 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 what? That's one of those stupid things that I think they think is funny that nobody else does. Like, yeah. when I got my first radio job... So we, we have windows surrounding us everywhere yep. here. My first radio job was like in a back room. So we just had like one of these windows, right. but it was behind me. Uh-huh. So we had this stupid part-timer that always would love to walk up and smack on the glass when I was in there Ooh, to try I and scare that. me. And I yelled at him like the third time. I was like, okay, it, it wasn't funny the first time. No. Stop doing it. Right. And then he got mad about it. I was like, it's not funny. Aw, sore losers. No, I absolutely do not understand. Because then, like, if I'm going to the bathroom, I will panic halfway through, like, <laughs> oh, no, did I lock the door? Because just take, I always just take do. take a folded it's, chair with you and just make sure to prop it up and make sure you totally barricade it in. You know, I always do. Smart. But, but Smart. for some reason... Smart. I panic about it because somebody likes to walk by and try and open the door. It's like, look, okay, I, I, I don't, I don't know how to be like, oh no, somebody just closed the door to the bathroom. <laughs> like sometimes on like, so Wednesdays we had our our bathrooms and everything clean. Somebody comes and cleans yes. up the studio, and sometimes they'll close the door. 
So first thing in the morning, I go in and I'll have to knock on the door because the bathroom door is closed. Very nice of you. Yeah, that's just what you do. You just knock on the door if the door of the bathroom is closed. You don't just open the door because what's going to happen is you're going to get put in an awkward situation if that someone's in there. That is absolutely true. Nobody wants to be Pass. Like knock on the door. Ugh. Common courtesy, people. <laughs> Throwback Thursday on VFX. Fun fact, one of AJ or McCall as a kid tried to reach out to one of their heroes. What? And the other one of us has never written a letter to anyone. Ever? Even Santa. Ever. Oh, how streamlined social media has made, well, I would say something, it made a lot of things bad, AJ McCall at VFX, but can you imagine, you know, being a kid nowadays, it's real easy to send Santa a message, just dropping DMs, hit him up on Facebook, just, you know, have to worry about postage, none of that. Nope. AJ McCall at VFX. But believe it or not, when either McCall or I were kids, you know, that was tradition. You wrote the, the traditional letter. Of course. Parents helped you document it and everything. You got it in the mailbox, got it sent off. Mm-hmm. Except one of us didn't do that. Yeah. One of us on top of that also wrote to one of our favorite celebrities. Three guesses who? Yeah. Hmm. Who did you write to, McCall? Um, <laughs> I'm a little nervous to tell this because I feel like I'm going to be hated for the rest of forever. No, nah, it's Throwback Thursday. You have to. Justin Bieber. Ah, ah, just kidding. We all think you suck now. <laughs> so I actually I actually wrote him a letter and it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with you or anything along uh, those lines. Uh, I wrote him a letter uh, because I wanted to understand how he got famous because I wanted to learn so I could follow the steps because I've always wanted to be, be famous. Like that's always been a goal of mine since YouTube I was a little kid. And then Usher was like, man, this kid yeah. can sing. Yeah. Famous. See? And I was like... Let's see, how old was I when his first stuff? So I wrote to him when he was on, on uh, technically, I guess it was like MySpace. Ooh, like, but really it was like a, for throwback yeah, I never had MySpace. It was like off-brand MySpace. It was called Bebo. And so I was on this <laughs> other thing and I had seen his video of him singing Chris Brown's With You. Right. And once I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, he is so talented. And then it was like, boom, okay, explosion, so, massively famous. So I wrote him a letter before he was like extra, extra important famous. Important question. Did you ever hear back from no. any, no, no one representing him ever reached Mm-mm. back to you? Okay, well, we got to tweet him then. Oh, he's not going to respond. No, we got to tweet him. Whatever. We got to tweet him be like, the only time he'll respond. fan. Oh, I'm really not that heartbroken. No, I'm, it's fine. I just, try, that was my, this. I really was curious and I really wanted to know what, he did to be able to become like famous so that I could like follow similar steps. But I was nervous that maybe like the reason why he didn't want to respond was because he's like, don't jump on my fame. You know? (laughs) Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. I got this. I will tweet from VFX to Justin Bieber to let him know. How heartbroken a young I'm McCall not Taylor heartbroken. was! He never reached back out. I to knew her, he would be busy. Ridiculous. Well, you know like, what? Like in my in my letter, I started off something <laughs> like, "Hi, I know you're probably extremely busy, so thank you for even taking the time to read this letter. <laughs> if you're even having the option to read it, all I want to know is like." And it was very. I, I wrote very much better than this. This is just very much like scripted. Like here, here, right off the bat. But I, I asked him, I was like, I just want to understand how you did it because 
I also want to. In the age of pandemic, he ain't doing a whole lot. He got time to respond to you. We no, tweeting him. No, he doesn't. We tweeting him. Oh, my gosh. Justin Bieber responds. I swear. I got you. I got you. Yesterday, McCall and I had a battle of bad and bougie because we both do water different ways. So we tried to sort out who is the most bougie in, in the way they drink water. Surprise. The answer will actually probably surprise you. <laughs> Surprise! It's a surprise. <laughs> surprise! What places did you go? Did you swim? Did you do that made you immune? AJ McCall at VFX. Now, a lot of love for, like, the Newton Reservoir. <laughs> Yay, Newton! <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. But Carrie shared a story. said there's a waterfall up the MOI behind the high school I went to about an hour hike. It's common practice for my friends and I to fill our water bottles from the waterfall, oh. so we have water on the way back. As far as I know, none of us ever got sick. Best tasting water I ever drank. I'm curious. What is the MOI? The MOI. No idea. I wasn't sure if it was something that I didn't know. So MOI. So that got us at a discussion yesterday among the VFX morning staff about drinking water. Because my thing I feel like when I was immune, <laughs> made me immune as a kid is I drank water out of a hose. Right. Wouldn't do that anymore. In fact, I don't drink water out of anything that's not a filter. Like I right. have one of those filters at home that fill up and put it in my fridge, and that's what I drink. I pour right. my water and bring it to work with me. Right, which I think makes AJ bougie. It does make me bougie, but it's not doesn't make me as bougie as the McCall Taylor. I would love to hear your reasoning as to why I am more bougie than you since I drink water out of a tap. I also drink water out of a hose. I don't have an issue getting water out of a spring or a river or anything like that. I'd love it. I'd love to hear it. Bring it on. What's that special water bottle you got over there? Um, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get sued for any sort of plugola or payola or anything like this, but it's a water bottle that actually has B vitamins and stuff in it so that I can drink it and retain my water when I drink it instead of having to go to the bathroom all the time. So it's really kind of cool because the water itself has water and I can flip over the flip switch and then it has a lovely little juicy juice inside of it. Right. Just because I have a fancy little water bottle doesn't make me bougie. The fact that, you know, I may or may not have a filter inside of my fridge that I have to use every single day in order to get water because when I come to the radio station, I can't just fill out my freaking water bottle <laughs> at the tap. That would make me bougie because I bring my own separate water bottles filled with purified water in order to fill up a separate water bottle instead of just drinking from the same water bottle that the water has to come from to be able to pour into the water bottle. Sounds a little little over the top. I'm going to assume that your math was correct on that. I don't know. I think flavor and water. I think flavor and water is a little bougie. Water's water. I I don't understand how you think that... Me putting flavor in water is bougie because I'm not drinking soda or Gatorade or something like that to be able to get B vitamins, keeping my my calorie intake down and my carb intake down, and I'm paying attention to numbers on that front, but apparently me putting a little juice flavoring inside of it's going to make me bougie. Yes. It's really cute. I'm glad we agree. I like your rose-colored glasses that you're looking at me with (laughs) because you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm not bougie because I bring four different water bottles that are filled up with water. Sorry. Three. Three different water bottles that are filled up with purified filtered water from my house every day that I can't drink from the specific water bottle container that I bring it in. I have to dump it inside of a plastic container Instead, because this plastic's better than the other plastic that the water bottles are coming in. Okay. I, I consolidate it into one container. What is bougie about that? Like, just drink it from the container that's it's already in. What? That's the weirdest sticking point to make. I just think it's funny. 
I just find it funny. I don't think normally when, when <laughs> they say that they don't think that's true. Just clarification for anybody out in the dating world. That's not. She didn't think it's funny. I drink from the big one and I refill the big. It's a refill. Everyone is familiar with that concept. This is the weirdest point to make of me being bougie. You still just bring two separate water bottles of purified water into the studio. To refill this one. Yes, I, it's, it's called a refill. It's, it's bougie. A, it's not a foreign concept to America. I've seen it. It's just bougie, I think, to bring nah, a purified water. water. Now that, it's really not. Flavoring water is not bougie. That's bougie. You know what's bougie is bringing like 15 freaking Mountain Dew cans and bringing it to work every single day. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm on board with that. I had a roommate yeah. who never removed the cans from his bedroom. That yeah. always weirded me out. Or cups, for yeah. that matter. They yeah. just stacked in there until he's like, oh, crap, I don't have anything to drink from. Side note. Anyway, I'm not bougie because I put flavoring in my she water. I'm not. Last question for you. For Christmas, Ashley's brother this last two Christmases ago okay. got one of those straws that's yeah. like the emergency ones, right, yeah. where you can put them in whatever. Purify one. So then he went outside and drank from a puddle in the street. Does that bother you with you drinking from hoses and all that? Uh, it's a little... I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, They're for streams, not for, you know, <laughs> oil water. Mom wasn't happy about that. Mom bought him the present. I'm just curious as to how far it would go, because that's what they're for. It's right. supposed to be if you're lost and you can drink anything because it filters it. But I don't think anybody was like, all right, I'm going to immediately go out and drink street water. Ew. <laughs> That's too much. Okay. Just wanted to know where the line was. The record show, brother, I don't think you ever got sick, so That's, product works great. Well, great. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good job. Okay. I had a thought about this bougie, last thought of the bougie water thing. Okay. So I don't, I can't remember if you're one of the lemon in the water or not people when we go to places to eat. Uh, if they ask me if I want it. I'll say sure, but what, have you ever seen those those uh, filters that let you put the fruit down in the center and uh-huh. let water soak in it? What's yeah. your opinion on that? My um, brother has one of those. They'll put they'll put zucchini. They'll put it's lemon. like an infusion is kind of what they yeah. what they call it. So Ugh. with that, I used to have a big tall Voss water bottle mm-hmm. that I liked because it was glass and it was like three bucks. And normally glass Straight. water bottles are like twenty dollars. And so I chop up like strawberries and stuff and put it in there. Okay, see, but I knew it. You tried. Little you tried so fine. hard. Tried so hard to make me the bougie one. There, it's just, it's just coming through. It's just oh, emanating from you. It's fine, AJ. You're just projecting. <laughs> <laughs> now McCall's going to tell you that yesterday wasn't one of the toughest Florida knots no. we've ever had. No, she's going to take credit for winning regardless. Duh. What it really means, though, is today can't get much worse. I don't know. Oh. You may be testing. You may be testing me. Jane McCall and VFX. Three crazy headlines, please. Headline number one. We got some mud wrestling going on. Some guy got arrested after mud wrestling with a police dog. Can't imagine that went over well. That's like a charity to like raise money to get dogs adopted. No, there's story one. We are not encouraging this. Story number two. Some guy broke into a Waffle House and cooked himself three meals. Now, at the beginning of the pandemic, we had one guy that broke into a Waffle House and cooked him one meal. And this guy is cooking himself three meals because apparently he just wanted to uh, break the record. He's got to cover his squares. He's going to make three meals and bounce. We got breakfast, lunch for later, and then dinner for that night. It's funny because waffles have squares in them. And then story number three, a former judge sued a dry cleaner for $54 million. That's a lot of money. Because he shrunk one pair of his pants. That's it? Yep. There you go. Three crazy stories. I'd be upset. Like, they're not supposed to do that, but 54 Duh. million? Was his pants made out of cash? 
I mean, $54 million, maybe. <sighs> Don't worry. That's not the highest that the demands were oh, uh, gosh. at. That's just what he settled at. Uh, <laughs> Johnny O'Spudnet gift card is yours if we catch a criminal from Florida or not. I'm on your team. We'll hear the full stories from a call once we team up. 435-787-0945. VFX's Florida or not brought to you by Cash Foul Recovery. They are still taking clients as they practice social distancing to protect you from the coronavirus. So don't postpone the decision. To overcome substance abuse until tomorrow when help is available today, call Cash Valley Recovery for a free consultation and visit CashValleyRecovery.com. AJ McCall on VFX now. Yesterday, just there's there's no change in facts. We didn't win. Right. So, Holly, let's just get this out of the way early on. Do you have a go-to initially from the Florida Headline Show? I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I have no idea. Perfect. Okay. Well, we're going to listen to the three stories very intently then so we can both try and figure this out. Awesome. Story number one. Some guy ran into the woods because a cop tried to arrest him on an outstanding warrant at a gas station on Sunday. You probably shouldn't have those. And then probably running into the woods is not... Good advice. Well, maybe not going to solve it, especially after they send their canine after him. Soon they found this guy and the dog mud wrestling in the woods. (laughs) So they... uh, Ended up arresting Did the this dog guy. Win, I take it? He had his legs around the dog's stomach. <gasps> oh, scary. Apparently, the dog did some serious damage. He suffered oh, injuries to his legs and right shoulder. You probably shouldn't run away from the cops. Uh, doesn't look like the dog had any sort of dog was good. Woo, police dog. Woo, police dog. Do job, police dog. There's story one. Story two some guy broke into a closed waffle house on Sunday, prepared himself three meals, ate them, then he stole a box of disposable gloves and left. So if he ate them all in one sitting, is it really three meals? Yes. Is it just one continuous meal? No, because you have to cook three separate meals. Well, even still, like if you have two sandwiches in one sitting, it's still a meal. It's not like you had two meals. Eh. I'm trying to figure out how long he was there. doesn't really say. But if there's some time between, then yeah, I'm more willing to hear that argument. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say. It just says he broke in to eat. He was wearing a suit, prepared himself three meals. Ate them, stole a box of disposable gloves, and left. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm I'm the manager. Guy hey, looks super like the man. He looks professional, but you know professionals don't normally break into I waffle houses. Seconded. And then story number three: a former judge who sued a dry cleaner for fifty-four million dollars, which was not the initial suit, by the way. Jeez. He ballooned it to uh, sixty-seven million dollars initially. What? What sixty-seven so million two hundred ninety-two thousand dollars was what he was suing this guy for because of the dissatisfaction with the defendant's dry cleaning services. But the constituent parts of that sixty-seven million dollar total are equally troubling. So he asked for $90,000 to rent a car uh, for some reason. What? I don't know why you're asking for twenty or $90,000 to what? rent a car. I, this How does shrinking your pants make it so you brain. need to rent a vehicle? I have no idea. Uh, these damages theories were utterly frivolous, implausible, yes. to the point of not having even, quote, a faint hope. You think of a, success. You'd think a judge would have a decent idea on what to do to make sure that his lawsuit is, you know, legitimate. Yeah. yeah. Now, so stupid. 15 years after this guy lost his pants <laughs> and 11 years after the underlying case concluded the ordeal is finally over. 11 years? Jeez. Uh, huh. 
That's insane. Finally over. It's the stupidest lawsuit. uh, The decision to suspend this guy's license for 90 days based upon finding of misconduct in both motion and discovery practice and seriously interfered with administration of justice. So So now he's been suspended. Good job, homeboy. There you okay, go. three crazy so, stories. Uh, out of all the people, you, I guess you can make an argument for the dog wrestler. I, I, let, let me throw Wrestle. that in there. But that the, the, the third one is clearly just a not good person. That being said, Holly, which uh, which one are you feeling? I'm going to say the last one. Last one. Okay, so you like the judge. Waffle House pretty southern, but they are all over. Okay, okay let, you know what? He is definitely, I think, the worst person. 11 years of that dude's life, he gets punished for 90 days. What? McCall, is it? Story number three. Negative Ghost Rider. No! I'm sorry. That one happened in D.C. Actually. I still can't get over the fact that this guy's like, yep, you owe me $67 million for my pair of pants. I don't know that there is a... cocked a random arbitrary number like that. I don't know that there is a pair of pants, unless it's like Elvis's pants, that's worth $67 million. Right. Historical pants. pants. Sure. This guy apparently now has historical pants because he... They're D-bag pants. Yeah. Yeah. Historical teabag pants. Correct. Okay, definitely not nerves, but, you know, you're down to 50-50 shot. We didn't win yesterday. Feel a little pressure. AJ McCall out VFX. Okay, come on. Talk, talk, talk some confidence into me here. Cool. Hopefully we're a good team. Uh, Okay. Close Hopefully enough. we are a good, good team. Good, good, good. Let's just do the two ratings. Okay, sounds good. Let's Story. just not think like Florida does and just... Figure it out. We just go. Story number one. Some guy got arrested after mud wrestling with the police dog. Now he ran into the woods because a cop tried to arrest him on an outstanding warrant at a gas station. And they sent the police dog after him because, you know, if you're going to run into the woods, go dog, go. (laughs) So the cop ended up finding this guy and arresting him. He had his legs around the dog's stomach. Uh, the dog did some serious damage, though. He suffered some injuries. The The guy suffered some injuries to his legs Why and his sh- right shoulder. He shouldn't have ran. Yeah. Yeah. So there's story one. Story number two. Some guy broke into a closed Waffle House on Sunday, prepared himself three meals, ate them, stole a box of disposable gloves, and bizounced out of there. in the pandemic. So the cops are still trying to track this guy down. Oh, wow. See, this is why Waffle House never closes, because when they do stuff like this happens. <laughs> So Look, there you go. I, I was saying I just they are a southern chain, and we get a lot of stories from Florida, obviously, but Georgia, the Carolinas, Mississippi, Alabama sneak in there every once in a while. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All I'm saying. There you go. Two remaining crazy stories. That being said, kid, we got to figure this out, so talk to me. What do you think, AJ? Honestly, so the, the mud wrestling, maybe, but in all honesty, that sounds... Uh, a dude, a criminal got chased down by a dog. That really sounds like it could be in Florida, but the, the Waffle House at least gives us, we know it's in the area. Maybe we'll get fooled. Carolina for a long time was just popping up and fooling us, but it's at least in the area. So I think we can, with some confidence, lean story number two. Right. Um. Honestly, let's go with number two. Okay, McCall. I feel like I talked him into it, which means the result of this is on me. Fingers crossed. Is it story number two? Nope. It's not. I'm so sorry. That one happened in uh, South Carolina. I just. I said it too. Okay. Well, I got fooled. I'm a terrible person. I'm so sorry, Ken. (sighs) 
I said it. I said. I said. I literally said. I know. It. I literally said. I know. So, so I was like, well, ah. Uh, mm. I am so mad at myself right now. Ah, uh, I'm cursing. Guy looks super classy, by the way. Though he broke into the uh, broke into the Waffle Maybe House. Maybe it's the guy from Story good. Three. Could be. Got some time on his hands, so he put his suits on and busting in a Waffle House. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? <sighs> Florida not on VFX. It's so difficult, especially when you screw up Florida not to stay positive. Especially me, you know, because I'm cynical. That's why we play a new game that we play called Silver Linings. Yeah. Trying to find the bright side. That's right. All right. So normally I'm a cynic. It's already difficult to think on the bright side, sort of. And especially in these times, you need to be thinking positive, trying to at least. AJ yeah. McCall at VFX. But fresh off another Florida Night Lost, I'm not feeling very happy right now, McCall. Well, I'm very sorry. I don't know what to tell you right now. I told you earlier that you may have spoke too soon when you said, I it can't it. really get more difficult. That's no, fair. I jinxed it. I was like, That's well, totally fair. it could. It could. That's why at VFX, <laughs> we started Silver Linings because it's good practice, right, to look for the bright side, do it weekly, kind of get into habit. Yeah. So... We decided the bright side story we're going to look at from Florida Not is Mr. Three Meals at the at the uh, Waffle House. Yeah. So, quick recap. Dude broke in in a suit. Looking dapper. Very dapper. Looking dapper. Super dapper. Broke into Waffle House, made himself three meals, and bounced. Still hadn't been caught. Yep. And stole a box of disposable gloves. Sorry, forgot the gloves. Don't forget the gloves. Forgot the gloves. So, McCall, what's the silver lining? I think the silver lining is now this guy is uh, he's going to be keeping people safe from his germy hands. Thank you, gloves. Silver lining is that guy looks professional wherever he goes. Committing Correct. a crime, job interview, suit on, looking dapper. Silver lining, his tummy's full. <laughs> Silver lining, it's just about a little me time. Yeah. You know, mental health is a thing. It's you very important. It's time. Very important. In a wrong way, but look it out for himself. Totally. Silver lining, they got this guy on camera, so... <laughs> Silver lining breakfast is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Silver lining three. Three breakfasts is the most important meal of the Did day. Did he make the same meal each time? I don't time? know. It doesn't give me a detail on it. I it says he made so, three meals and ate them. That's all like, I got. No, no, no. no. I, love wa- I like waffles more than pancakes. I'm going to be honest with you. I love waffles way I more like than waffles. I love pancakes. Same. So three different kinds of waffles? Because that's the thing. Like... It, did he do like a like a sweet and savory waffle and then he did know. like a ham and cheese one? Because I'm on board with that too. I don't know. All I got is he ate the food. <laughs> he sat in a booth, walked to the food storage area, proceeded to prepare food to eat. He repeated the process two more times before leaving with some sanding gloves. That dude was hungry. That's all I got. That dude was like super hungry. Silver lining, they also got a picture of his car. Haha, <laughs> sucks to suck, bro. <laughs> Silver lining. I stand firm in my conversation about BMWs. Oh, yeah, well, that seals it. That seals it. been validated. The Parknarks last week. Parknarks last week. That was that was the winner that week, right? Yeah, you can do anything you want when you drive a BMW. Proof, when, guys. When you Proof. financially stable. <laughs> Proof. Uh, yesterday, we, we do what you, would, uh, would You Rather Wednesday. Yep. Obviously, being Wednesday. It's a fun thought exercise. McCall was wrong on the birthday thing, but, you know, whatever. To each their own. Yeah. So Whatever. today, a much tougher, I'm going to tell you, a much tougher thought exercise, but one that I think is really interesting once you try and work your way through it. Luckily, we have McCall, who is a girl. What? And we have AJ, who is not a girl. Ah. 
Join us for this thought exercise, AJ McCall and VFX, on our social media, Utah's VFX. Here's the deal. You're in an alternate reality. You get 40 years as a woman, 40 years as a man. you got to spend both of them. They are consecutive. You can't break them up. you got to do both, but you got to pick which order they're in. Women, then man, man, then women. So, McCall, having lived 26 years as a woman, and I'm at 31 years as a boy, which of the two... Are we gonna? How are we gonna do this? Because I've been thinking about this a lot, and I can't figure it out. Because like dad bods are in now, right? So the back half four, okay. But well, you know, and then I feel like obviously men, it seems like have success dating younger ladies. Yeah, I feel like women age better though. Okay. <sighs> women mature faster. <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm still not sure. I I need your help on this. Okay, great. Fill in blanks for me here. What are you thinking? (laughs) Ah, okay. I was coming up with a way to tiptoe around this, but I just can't. So here it is. Here's our thought exercise. (laughs) It's not really a thought exercise. I'm just going to speak it like it is. Spending 26 years as a woman, as it is right now, I would 100% to choose, 100% choose Spending 40 years as a woman first and then 40 years as a man second because you would be extremely disappointed if you spent 40 years as a man and then switched over to 40 years as a woman. Why? Because there's a lot of things that you can get away with as a man that you can as a woman. Yeah, that was thinking about that. Period. All the stupid stuff that you get to do as a kid, as a boy. That, and I gotta, I mean, I, the dangers of being a younger, I mean, woman in general, but being a younger woman, I, I don't know. This is tough. You, it's really years, not like tough. tough. So you, the <laughs> it's really not tough. To you is forty women, forty men. So one 40, to forty years as a woman, woman forty years as a man. So say one to forty woman, yep. forty-one to eighty man. Yep. Huh. But maybe if we did forty years as a man and then forty years as a woman, we would get a lot more things passed. But then again, well, knowing that you were going to be a woman, maybe you could be, you know, a big voice for progression cute but they won't listen so that's okay <laughs> well that's say you started 40 years as a man again cute but they won't listen <laughs> so you say for absolutely unequivocally the answer is yep woman first man second yep hmm. next <laughs> <laughs> okay i just you can keep deliberating I on it do. you can keep trying to figure out what your opinion is on it go for it but I've I've spoken my piece. I've met. <laughs> you don't think there's more respect? Nope. And <laughs> more um oh, solidified I, place <laughs> maybe in society as a as a older woman? Nope. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Hmm. I mean, who am I to argue with you? You got the expertise. <laughs> you do. I have perspective on on. Being a woman? I don't have perspective on being a man. So, I think I mean, you're well-rounded enough. You kind of okay, got to figure it thanks. out. I think Dustin is fizz. Yeah, he's got you covered. Yeah. Decide for yourself. 40 years. You got 40 years as a woman, 40 as a man. You can't split them up. You have to do them consecutively, but you get to pick which order first. Men, then women. Women, then men. Utah's VFX. All social media. McCall says unequivocally the answer is woman first, then man. Yep. <laughs> I forgot what we're talking about next. My mind is still blown. All the uh, stuff. Eating things weird. Weird. Next weird thing weird. Wrong is okay. Now, not to the same level of seriousness, but I'm going to blow your mind, McCall. What? AJ and McCall on VFX. But I first have to ask you, did you or someone you know ever eat 
I'm not going to say wrong. Something in a way maybe that uh, was a little bit different. Everyone else uh, likes to do like an easy example is maybe there's something that everybody warms up that you prefer cold. Like I had a college girlfriend, loved to eat her spaghettios just out of the can. That's disgusting. I'm not I a have fan friends either. Friends that did that. I remember my cousins ate hot dogs cold once, and I was like, they're "Ew, just, they, that's yeah, gross." Not appealing. They were like, "Well, they're cooked. You know, that's the thing. They're prepackaged. Yeah, they're cooked. They're just not appealing." I know. I was like, "That's gross." Like, like warm it. hot dogs is the only way to go. But I used to like in sixth grade. I remember there were some really cool kids in school, and I wanted to be their best friends. By the way, don't ever try and vie for the be- the the cool kid in school's attention. It's stupid. Like, you Listen grow up Echo and you're Smith. like, wow, this is stupid. Listen to Echo Smith. Yeah. Sort of. But anyway, they used to do ramen packets and they would do like the actual ramen noodles. You crunch them up and then you like sprinkle the sauce packet, seasoning this. packet I on top. I absolutely hate it's this. It's like is... chips. It no. really wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. You know, it's like chips, actual chips. That's good. Yeah. Well, do you Not know what's ramen like? sucks. Do you know what's like chips, but like 10 cents? Ramen. <laughs> ah. Hashtag cheap chips. No, no, um, I'm not gonna let. No. I didn't mind. It's not didn't, okay. I didn't mind that one, uh, but okay. You ain't you ain't ready for this. What? Oh no! So a friend of mine. Uh oh. Found out that a friend of theirs. Oh, so a friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. Okay. Found out that a friend of theirs eats pizza rolls. I know. Whoa. Wow. Not cooked. Excuse me. So like frozen? Yes. Or, ew. How do you even do that? I don't know. As somebody who's who enjoys chewing I, on ice. Oh no! This is disgusting. I don't know. Like, I'm, never have I ever thought. You know what would be good as a popsicle? Pizza. Yeah. You know what? A pizza popsicle sounds real good right now. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I, like I, I feel I have sensitive teeth, so I definitely could do. Like, but how do? That's just. Mm-mm. Like pizza's meant to be enjoyed mostly. I like cold pizza, but pizza's mostly meant to be enjoyed. Like warm, it feels your soul, it warms you inside. Ugh. Pizza rolls are are kind of like you gotta warm music, them up. That's disgusting. I you can't just like how? crunch, crunch, crunch a pizza roll. How? I just what 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 a trauma did they go through that they decided to eat pizza rolls that way? Oh, um, I remember eating things wrong. But it kind of has to do with, like, I don't know, things that probably should be explained a little bit better. Oh, no. Because I ate it wrong because of that. Because it wasn't explained very well. <laughs> oh, no. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I got one of those, too. I just remembered. I, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, either. Uh, also, on the subject of, uh, of uh, doing things wrong... Can we talk about, I, I want to throw this in there just because it annoys me. And I just thought about this recently. Uh, bottles. We talk yeah. about bottles. Yeah. According to the poll of the day, have you ever eaten something different, different than everyone else? 56% of people said yes. AJ McCall on VFX. Now McCall said you ate something wrong, but because it wasn't explained to you. Yeah. Also probably because I'm just stupid. So not stupid anymore. Don't you I put yourself down, darling. How dare you put yourself your down, darling. Your body hears that. What, is, what was it? What, what was it's wrong? Correct. You're, the, maybe your maybe body it's reasonable. Maybe most of us <laughs> did this. Okay, so you know those Baybell cheeses? So right. they're like the little round ones that yeah, have like come the, those things the that look like Pac-Man, right? Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Exactly. Yeah. So I bought those because they were fancy. And, and then cheese. Who doesn't love cheese? Yeah. Delicious. I thought they were great and healthy and all of that jazz. Are they? Uh, I don't really think so, but it's okay. <laughs> 
So I pulled off the little wrapper that's like the plastic wrapper. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the red wax around it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is like real fancy cheese. Like it's got like red stuff on the outside because, you know, I grew up in Tremont and it's not like I have fancy cheese ever before. So I just like nommed right into it <laughs> because I was like, and then I thought, you know what? This doesn't taste very good. So then I just ripped off the red like wax on the outside. And I was like, maybe I'm supposed to eat that. But I tried it and I don't love it. <laughs> So from hence therefore, they show them opening it on the commercial. I didn't have TV. Oh my bad. Anyway, (laughs) so then I would just like nom the wax and then like rip it off. And then I found out like two years after I started buying them that they have like a little pull tab. And so it was like the greatest discovery (laughs) of my life. I was working at the bank and I was like, oh my gosh, did you guys know that these had this? And my boss was like, what have you been doing up until this point? I was like, eating it. <laughs> I would laugh harder. Except, I'll probably die because of except it. Except really. for mine, because it's not a case of, it wasn't explained to me. It was a case of, I could just couldn't do it. So, uh, I don't know about you, but you know what's really annoying? is peeling oranges. Yeah. So, up until forever, I had somebody else do it. When I was at home, my stepmom did Cute. it. I think when Ashley and I first started dating, she did it. So I've really only been peeling my own oranges for approximately a year and a half, two years, maybe. Yay! I know, I'm an adult. Give AJ some kind of a... Little... No, but on opening badge. things. No, I, Me ma- too. Pile it on. I'm not changing the subject, but while we're on the subject of opening things, uh, bottles. Yes. So can the bottle industry get together and decide one way or the other, we're either all twist off or we're not all twist off? No, I just want like a little thing on the top that says whether it is or not. Like uh, with a little arrow one way or the other. makes much more logical sense. But yeah. so, could they just be one way or the other? I don't understand why they can't just all be the same. Either all be twist off or <gasps> all be not, and then it'll be fine. Oh my gosh, I just had a realization. Which is? I'm pretty sure that I have a black cherry soda in my fridge that I told Dustin he wasn't allowed to drink because I wanted to drink it, and I only drank half of it, and now it's still in my fridge, and it's probably been like three weeks since I got it, which means it's flat. And now I feel really bad because he really wanted to drink it. It's got the twist top on it. Crap! Sorry, Dust. That was not what this was about, but, I'm uh, really you know, sorry. bonus points. It just clicked because it had the little twist top, and I could put the twist top right back on. Just distract him by eating more wax. <laughs> I don't think that'll be a good distraction. He'll be like, my girlfriend is a moron. You think I gotta go. tastes good? Wax? Ew. Get out. Speaking of, did you ever have the little candies? I don't remember what they're called. It's like, I think it's like, it's like N-I-K-L nips. So it's like nickel nips, I think is what it's called. And it's like, they're little candy bottles. And they have like a little juice in the bottom of them. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they have the little wax on top. So that's kind of why I was like, oh yeah, it's just like, like the cheese is similar to those Everything here should be edible. You just nom the wax. It's fine. Don't nom the wax. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you eaten something wrong or not open something wrong when Colin and I are in it 56% of people according to the poll of the day uh-huh. say yes you know it's funny about this you admitted you love to eat wax I admit <laughs> I can't I'm I'm thwarted by orange peels thwarted by orange peels some kids listening now and be like you guys are idiots so dumb so dumb it's okay we and learned I gotta, we're I helping you I gotta tell you. you the further we get into living and the younger kids come along the more I feel yeah I'm dumb Kids are getting smarter. We got proof. Ooh. Now, maybe it's just me. What? But I feel like when the younger kiddos are your siblings, you pay 
a little less attention to the things that they accomplish in terms of like, man, they're so smart. Like, for instance, AJ McCall at VFX. So one of my best friends has a kid who I think this January will be four. Okay. Before she could even like speak at all, she knew how to get on their phones, go to YouTube and watch the exact video she wanted. Talking like two years old. I'm like... And I just admitted two years ago, I couldn't open my own oranges. So, you know, there's that. It's fine. Like, kids are insanely smart. They are. Now, I don't have any kids. Right. But relatable-ish. I got to tell you a story about my dog. Right. My fur baby. My dog, Yogi. What did he do? We got him this ball. And I think we got it, like, on Monday. And it's this massive, like, I don't even know, soccer-sized ball. Uh Uh-huh. And it has this long rope thing attached to it. And it's great because we can like fling it in the air Mm -hmm. and it makes it go way farther. So we can fling this thing. It's got a little handle on it. Well, Yogi kept tripping over it and he was just like fed up, (laughs) fed up with it. Sick of this mom. So he, he would pick it up by the ball part and jump up on the bed, but then he would trip on the rope. So he ended up grabbing the rope instead and jumping up on the bed. And he's sitting there, and I noticed that he's, like, gnawing on this rope. I'm like, what are you doing? So I look over, and he's like, Mom, I'm sick of this handle. I'm tripping on it. And so he gnawed the handle, basically, off of this brand new toy. And Dustin's like, first of all, that was an expensive toy. Second, I can't fling it as far now. But I was so impressed because I was like... Wow, I would not have even thought of that. Right. But he jumped up on the bed yeah. and he was like, I'm gonna gnaw this whole thing off. So y'all can't y'all can't fling it, but I can't trip anymore. I can't trip because I'm sick of it. It's dude, making me look silly. You should have seen it seriously, because he like prances with it because he's gotta hold his head clear up in the air like this as he's running so he doesn't catch it and trip. Because he caught it and like dropped it because it pulled his you know, pulled his face down. You know, <laughs> tripping. So <laughs> He was like, I will no longer be made a fool by this toy. <laughs> Kids are smart. Yeah. I that's I that's good yogi story. I get that that's I get that that's a dog, but that's like the closest I can relate. No, no, it's it. And that's why I mean that's it's insane to me talking to my friends, talking to my friend, well they're both my friends, uh my best friend and his wife about their their daughter and it's yeah. just like like how? Yeah. Seriously. How in the world? However, it little bit of a, a double-edged sword because that cleverness and intelligence can be used for mischief. Oh, 100%. And look no further than what reports are saying about <laughs> kids that have been stuck in quarantine, how they're using that intelligence Uh-oh. to uh, skirt, skirt the rules. A little bit. Those kids be smart. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. And so while you could be impressed with the fact that, you know, my friend's daughter is able to basically entertain herself as long as she's allowed to have the phone or that in McCall's case of the fur babies, Yogi's like, all right, I'm done with this rope. I'm chewing it off so I don't trip over it because yep. I'm sick of it. So smart. Also, really. I'm sure even in your in your uh, fur babies, McCall, that intelligence leads to mischief. So much. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. Couple reports recently. Uh, one mom found her 14-year-old using her iPhone to make a new Apple ID, giving him unrestricted access to Snapchat and related apps. Mm-hmm. One mom's eight-year-old realized by signing in as a guest she could bypass all the parental controls on the Chromebook. Want to hear something mischievous? I figured out. Yes. Once upon a time. Don't do this. Please don't. No, go ahead. It, don't worry. <laughs> you won't. Oh, okay. 
Once upon a time when I was like 16, 15, 16, somewhere in that realm, I had a lock put on my phone. So I couldn't message people on, like I couldn't text. I couldn't, I think, I think it was text, whatever, Facebook, whatever. Uh-huh. Had a lock on it so I couldn't access it after nine o'clock. Yeah. I found a workaround though <laughs> because I could text Facebook. So there was a way that it was set up so that Messenger, you could access Facebook messages yeah. back in the day, <laughs> in the heyday of Facebook. <laughs> anyway, so I figured out a workaround that way and I would be able to send messages by texting Facebook. Mm. Sounds like it's such an old statement because, like, you think about it right now and you try and text oh, Facebook I, I, and it's like not going to happen. It is throwback. There's that. Totally. So, uh, AIM, well, I had AOL obviously growing up, but right. the instant messenger was, right. was huge for me in middle school and early high school. Restrictions on mine as well. But I found out that one of the non restricted accounts, my grandma, always left her password signed in. Nobody paid attention to it. So if I signed in, I could go and get to the protocols and change my stuff nice. and nobody paid attention. That's super sneaky. Parents, your kids are smarter than you think, (laughs) y'all. I can't imagine. Like, it blows my mind. Again, uh, mom found a fortune. Create a new Apple ID. Give them unrestricted access to Snapchat-related apps. One mom realized uh, had a daughter realized if I sign as a guest, I can bypass all the parental controls. That is insane. Well, I mean, it really... McCall said, no, it's not impressed. You're not impressed? No, I'm just, I'm I'm shocked sometimes that, like, parents can't, like, you don't get that. Like, you think that your kids just aren't going to figure it out. And it's like, your kids are smart, dude. Your kid wants something. Your kid's going to figure it out. It's just got to be a conversation that you have. Look, this is why these parental controls are on, and it's not because I'm the mom and I say so. I remember once we were going down to Vegas and I had my lock set up on my phone so that I couldn't access text messaging, et cetera, right? But since we went to Vegas, the time change happened. So since we stayed in Vegas, I was able to I was able to text people and my mom and my dad both were like, Why are you texting this late? And I was like, Well, because we're in a different state and the time zone changed. I remember. I remember that whole conversation. Your kids are smart, and your kids are going to be able to figure out the things that they want to get done. <laughs> Why are you talking about? You don't want to have them. No, you don't want them to have a TikTok account. They're going to end up creating some sort of a it. fake TikTok account. You it know, is what it is. You know why? Do you know why unlimited texting plans exist now? Because I, I, of you? No. Well, maybe. Oh, I'm convinced it's because parents demanded that phone companies make them reasonably priced because. Most kids ran up the bill because you know how texting is. You're like thousands of text messages. Ten cents a pop, it adds up real fast. You know, when I have conversations with people and I say things like, I was only allowed 100 text messages a month. That's insane. I know. Trust me. I send that in like two hours now. Yeah. But when I say I was only allowed 100 text messages a month, people ask if it was a joke. And I remember telling my mom, Mom, but my friend Mackenzie, she sent 17,000 text messages last month. And she's like, well, I'm not Mackenzie's mom. (laughs) Parents made phone companies come up with an unlimited texting plan after that just blew up. I did it. uh, My brother did it. Everyone did it. Everyone did it. (laughs) 
Uh, I went over by one. I remember going over by like one text message and my mom was like, that's it. You're dead. You're dead. Not really. <laughs> my mom never threatened my life. Kids are smart. We watched. Yep. They figuring out the workarounds for figured the debate how today to use the internet. on VFX. One of the subjects. So McCall uh, actually talked about kids being smart. So you and I are the oldest of four and we are uh, have some gaps, gaps in the between us and the youngest and uh, with our families, too. You having a big Utah family. I've got one of those big yeah. Indiana families yeah. where my mom is the middle kid and she'll turn <laughs> this year. Right. I can't, I can't say it on her. She'll, she will kill me. <laughs> but it means that there's huge gaps in family, which poses some challenges because there's just such a huge dynamic between, oh, this person's your cousin. But they're like 20 years older than I am. <laughs> How do you deal with Like if my family's having a reunion. They want me to zoom in this summer. How the heck do you deal with that? Uh, I kind of had a situation arise you too. Uh, just like two days ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, kind of cool, I think. Heads up. Uh, no tweet back yet from Justin Bieber. Of course after we not. Reached out to him this morning since he it's broke fine. McCall's heart as a kid. Stop. When she wrote to him and he didn't write back. Who knows? Maybe my mom never sent the letter. I don't know. I don't know. She said she would. So that's okay. I'm gonna tweet your mom then next because I'm, I'm getting to the bottom. My mom doesn't have Twitter. I'm Cute. Message her. Phone call. I'm gonna get her wherever I need. Shelby. AJ what McCall. The on what? VFX. She's gonna send me a message uh, and be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Speaking of important people, like your mom, yeah. uh, early thanks, uh, Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox yes. is going to be on with us in about 20 minutes or so to talk about uh, what's going on with COVID-19, especially with the, the spike and outbreak here in yep. North Logan, and how the state of Utah has been dealing with the protests that, have, of course, have been happening around the nation. So big early thanks to him, because yeah. we'll be talking to him 845-ish. So that's we'll coming start. up. First, though, McCall. Yes. So we already talked about the Zoom family reunion. Which my family suggested because there's a get together in well, Florida. Yeah. And they, you know, not everybody's going to go. Not everybody's going to fly and make it, whatever. So they're like, okay, we'll, we'll get on. We'll FaceTime a little bit. Cool. Which I'm not looking forward to because no. small talk's already painful enough and I got faking on a computer. But here's the thing. So I can't remember. Your, your mom is the youngest of seven. My mom is the middle, I think, of like 10. So there's a huge gap on both sides of our family here mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, your nephews, my cousins, right. my aunt. Right. How do you, like, what? It's, t- it's tough. Because, like, I don't know about you, but uh, when last family reunion, I'm in this weird age where everyone is, like, 10 years older than me and, like, 10 years younger than me. It's, like, me, my yeah. brother, and, like, two cousins are in that age range of the, uh-huh. I'm not 31, so right. the Ish. 25-ish to early 30s everybody else is 40 and up and 15 and down okay (sighs) so um i really don't know what to tell you on it perfect so you're welcome no i for my own self since my mom is the youngest of seven her oldest sibling had her first kid when my mom was a year old. So my mom became an aunt at one year old. That's a lot of responsibility for a one year old. It is. It is a lot of responsibility. But my mom and her niece, I guess, went to high school together. So they were really good friends all throughout high school because they were in the same area, same general vicinity. Of course. So growing up, we'd always go over and hang out at big family Christmas parties and I'd start to get to know each and every one of my family members and such, so on and so forth. Well, then people moved away and then people ended up having massive families because their kids had kids. And so my mom and her just barely older sister 
were the youngest of the two and they had a massive gap in between everybody else. So everybody split off kind of and did their own thing. So I have like, I don't even know how many second cousins. Right. That I just don't even know really. Of course. Like at all. I went to a family reunion in college and my then girlfriend got told by my mom, don't worry at the end of the reunion, you'll have to name everybody. She started panicking and said, um, don't ask me. I don't know. I don't who, know any I don't of them. know who any right. of them are either. You know, and then I go with Dustin to his family reunions and it's like, he knows everybody, but it's like all of his that? cousins get together and they all hang out and they have like this really cool relationship, which I think is great. We never have a place to be able to go though. And I feel like there are a couple of people that would have massive anxiety attacks in my family if we tried to get everybody together. Right. So I actually uh, had somebody reach out to me on Instagram two days ago, three days ago, maybe. And I was like, wait a second, is that so-and-so's kid? I was trying to keep it generic because I don't really want to like give out. (laughs) Anyway. So it's a kid. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Last time I saw you, you were like four max. Right. And he's like, so I guess you're my cousin. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm your cousin. Like second, second cousins. And he's like 10. Which I think is like, I love it. I think it's the cutest thing in the whole entire world. I absolutely love trying to like make these connections with people that obviously I'm related to. And so I just think it's really neat that he reached out. But I'm like, am I ever going to have communications with all of these random other like second cousins of mine? Because I don't even talk to my own cousins. Does that make me a horrible person? Possibly. Makes you horrible. Makes me worse. I communicated with less than you do. So anyway, that was... I just think it's kind of cool, and I'm sure that there are a ton of other people that have these kinds of stories, because surprise, Utah has big families. I'll attest to that. My, Hello. My my grandpa went to the Mormon church. They're like, we got a big family, too, so. Right. My mom, middle of 10. Right. Uh, I have, yeah, because I have an, an uncle that was like 40 years older than I am. Right. So, you know. Make a small talk with family member. I'm trying to remember their name. It's just so much as like, hey, pal, who is this again? I wouldn't say it's my torture. Maybe. But it's up there. You know what it feels like when there's that one thing you're just dreading and and you thought for yourself, if I had to do this for the rest of eternity, I must have done something bad in a previous life. Yeah. What would that be? Now, hopefully, we lift your spirits up a little bit. As we found out yesterday, 85% of people say listening music car picks your spirits up. 15% of people, apparently psychopaths. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX. But what would your torture be? Yeah. Some task you have to do over and over again. You think to yourself, oh my gosh, I just need to get through this. But if I had to do this for an eternity, I must have done something terrible to receive this punishment. And I got to tell you, McCall, our listeners, look, teach their own, but I think our listeners need to up, up, update their understanding of torture because Tara, Jordan, Mandy all said laundry. Yep. I'm not saying I would enjoy it if I had to do it for eternity. If you have to do it for that's, eternity, that's you're torture. not going to enjoy Yes. Look, I get, I, look, I don't even fold the clothes when I take them out. I got it. That's the problem. I got it. So you're like, yeah, laundry's not that bad because I you think, don't do it. <laughs> you go up a little higher than that, right? No. We got messages. Laundry is garbage. Okay, McCall says laundry's fine. I hate it. <laughs> we got mess- I have like stacks of laundry downstairs right now. I walked down there yesterday and I was like, I really should do this. And then I went upstairs and then Dustin was like, hey, are you going to do this laundry? And I was like, I should do that. <laughs> we had a message from someone. And then I went upstairs. <laughs> teaching tech to their parents oh, would be their torture. Yeah. Doing that over and over Awful. again. You know, so, Don't get me wrong. Got, my parents I, are I, very. My parents are pretty smart when it comes to tech. I got a great They're story. Good. So one, I'm not going to say which of their parents. My parents are divorced. So, you know, two options. <laughs> one Christmas, though, a set of my parents decided they wanted to get a game system. 
because they uh, it was a we because they wanted to use the exercise part right because yeah. you have the we sports the we fit right yeah we fit and all that it's my favorite but it also can connect to the internet so you can put like your Netflix and stuff on it uh-huh. so they thought it made sense to upgrade their entertainment system with of that. course so brother and I got in on it got everything set up they got it so then. Of course, now comes the time to set it up, and they ain't going to do it, so they ask, no. they ask my brother to do it. Right. So he helps him set it up. He explains it to him, and he shows him everything, and then guess what happened? A couple years later, that we went back, finally, never left the box, never got used. Yep. What? Yep. So I can understand that one. Sympathy. I don't know where my mom... We we had the Wii Fit as well. I don't know where that went, to be completely Christina honest Christina said with you. getting gas. Oh, I don't mind getting gas. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. What about you? What about your torch? Thing if you have to Dude, do laundry, it, done. You're, you're still on laundry? Ew. I tell you, me driving in any form of city traffic for all eternity, oh, oh, worst. Absolute worst. Be yelling, road raging all over the place. Yeah, no. That's it. That's it. Laundry. laundry. Really? Hate it. I hate it. Laundry is the actual worst. Nicole, I, I, you know, Once you get caught up with it, it's not too bad. But the problem is, no, you never is getting get caught, caught up, up with it. It's it's perpetual cycle. See, but I don't have kids, so that helps, it's easier it's for me to get cycle. caught up on stuff. Also, I <laughs> want to hear something that's going to blow your brain. I'm listening. I don't sort my laundry. Yeah, I don't either. No, do you I remember just taking it, it all together. I got to be in Home Ac because like we had to do put... the laundry home. And it was like, oh, I just threw it in because that's what we do right. at the house. And they're like, no, you got to separate the colors Dude, and your then dogs. You got, like, then no. you got your jeans. And I'll separate Dustin's. So fine. I'll, de- I'll separate Dustin's. I turned Dustin's shirts pink like <laughs> last year. So <laughs> we've been together for, it'll be seven years in a couple so of weeks. So not only is laundry your eternal torture, oh, it sounds it. like laundry would be Dustin's eternal torture oh, yeah. Dustin- for fear of his stuff being changed the wrong color. <laughs> Story time. Oh, no. Dustin and I do our laundry separately because I am irresponsible with laundry. That's, Dustin yeah, will be like, hey, kinda, how long has tracks, this been? How, he's like, how long has this been in the dryer? And I'm like, uh, half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whatever. Like, my bad. I don't know. Two weeks. <laughs> what? Just hanging out what? there. What would your eternal torture be? You had to do some task you cannot stand for all of eternity. You'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm being punished by the greater above. What would it be? Utah's VFX, all social media. Big thanks again to Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox. We're going to talk to him uh, next about what is going on with COVID-19, especially with the spike here in northern uh, Utah. Correct. Specifically Logan, of course, and how Utah is dealing with the protests. AJ and McCall on VFX. Big thanks to uh, Utah Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox for taking the time to talk to us again today. And uh, Mr. Cox, last time we talked to you, we were transitioning as a state from orange down to yellow, and we talked about a potential spike coming again at some point. And now here in in northern Utah specifically, we've had this big spike. Is uh, this what you were expecting, and how, how, how are you guys dealing with this? Yeah, so so when we talked last time, we mentioned that we that we knew that there would be an increase in cases. Yeah. That's just the nature of people being in closer contact to each other as uh, as economic opportunity 
starts to starts to grow and and people are are you know are getting back to their their lives and uh, as as I mentioned then the virus doesn't care if we're bored it doesn't care yeah. what's happening all it all it cares about is a host to replicate it and certainly we've seen that and so we have seen an increase and what we're watching very closely right now is is how much of an increase and and how sustained is it um, and and so we are we are monitoring very closely as you mentioned at the local level and looking at those hotspots what's different now than back in March and April is that we actually have the capacity to do some things differently. So we, we can, uh, we have mobile testing now. So that's what we've done. We've sent our mobile testing units up to uh, northern Utah. Um, specifically, we, we know we have an outbreak at, uh, at a meatpacking plant. That's where the highest numbers are coming from. Right. And, uh, and, and we're, we're using the National Guard there as well. So they're going out and testing. They're helping with contact tracing. We're really able to focus on where those hotspots are. Uh, we're seeing things this week start to level out a little bit. We're hoping that continues. But we really need everyone to still take this seriously. Um, even though we're in yellow, uh, if, you, if you look at those recommendations, it's still social distancing, wearing a mask if, you're, you, know, if you can't social distance or you have to be out in public, uh, making sure that we're washing our hands. And if you have any symptoms at all, making sure that you stay home and that you're not spreading this around. That's how we're going to get ahead of this virus. Do you see any scenario where we could see uh, parts of the state go from yellow back to orange? Or, or is the state um, equipped enough and, and know enough that we'll just kind of deal with it and roll with the punches? Well, there's always been a scenario where that's the case. And, and if you look at the, the, the Utah Leads Together plan, and I would encourage people to, to visit coronavirus.utah.gov and, and look at that information, the plan has always been that we will look at this on a localized level. And uh, if we don't have the capacity, and this is where this is where those decisions would be made, if we see our hospital system start to be overwhelmed. So case counts are one thing. And they matter, but they're not the most important thing. Um, our hope is that if more people are getting getting infected, they're they're younger people who who don't have the the, the high hospitalization rates or mortality rates. Um, so we're watching that very closely as well. And there's always a lag. I mean, in Utah, it takes about seven days for the average person uh, who gets the disease to the time that they're hospitalized. So if you're going to be hospitalized, it will usually happen approximately seven days after you get the disease. So when we see these increases now, we have to watch the other edge of this to see, okay, what does that mean for hospitalizations? And how many of those hospitalizations then seven days later end up in the ICU? So one, one of the difficult things about this disease is it, it takes seven to 14 days from the time you get infected for you to have symptoms, then another seven days to be hospitalized, then another seven days to get to the ICU. And that's where we're concerned. If we have high rates of hospitalization and high rates in the ICU, then we're overwhelming our healthcare system. And that's when you see mortality rates start to go up. We have one of the lowest mortality rates in the country, and we want to keep it that way. Uh, as a sports fan, and I, I know it's hard to, to kind of uh, probably have the uh, hard answer to this, but as a for- sports fan, I'm looking forward to sports returning. In terms of uh, college sports specifically, we've got USU up here. Of course, there's BYU and Utah. Do you see uh, – what, what is what is Utah's um, answer right now in terms of how that's going to go with, with campuses opening up and sports possibly returning? 
Well, as a as a fellow Aggie and uh, and someone who cares deeply about sports, <laughs> um, I'm really really hoping that uh, that we can get back on the on the field and uh, and on the courts. Um, so this you know this is a those decisions are are really although they're you know Utah plays a role in that those are also very national decisions uh, that are that are going to be made and and in every conference as far as far as sports and what that looks like. I mean here in the state of Utah we are very hopeful. Our plan is to get kids back to school um, in the fall. And we're working diligently with experts across the nation, across the world on what that looks like and how we can do that safely. We're also learning, again, a lot more about the disease and who's impacted and, uh, and trying to, uh, to make sure that those that do have you know, underlying health conditions, those that are much more likely to be hospitalized, are protected. And, and the good news is that young people, um, young healthy people especially, are, it's, it's very, very, very unlikely uh, that they will have any serious repercussions from this disease, from what we're knowing right now. And so that certainly changes the equation. Um, you know, can we get people back? What does it look like? Can we have people in the stands? That's a, that's a really important question. Um, does masking make it possible so that we can do that? Uh, you know, the, the, we're going to learn a lot from what's happening with the, uh, the NBA and, uh, and Major League Soccer as they're coming back and, and trying this, you know, this, this quarantine bubble uh, uh, project where, where people aren't, aren't exposed, but there are no fans in the stands. What does that look like? And, and then, again, hopefully, um, you know, we're getting closer to, uh, to um, medicinal uh, helps and treatments and, uh, and ultimately a vaccine that's moving forward a lot quicker than anyone thought possible. And so there are some real possibilities that we can get those things in place and, and really, really return things back to normal quickly. So obviously that the COVID crisis has been something dealt with worldwide, nationwide. Now in the United States, obviously there's the, the, the protests and this situation has arisen. Um, uh, what can you just walk us through what that was like in terms of dealing with that on, on the state level? Because obviously everyone's seen the riots and there was some commotion, and I think it seemingly has calmed down. But what was that like statewide in terms of how you respond and how this has gone? Yeah, sure. So I look. I mean, I, we were all just appalled by what we saw in that video. Um, the uh, you know what was a murder of, of George Floyd. And, uh, and the, the important discussions that are coming out of that, um, of course, we saw uh, those protesters uh, here in the state of Utah, and uh, they have a very important message, um, and it's a, it's a message that we need and, and a conversation that we need to have. And, uh, and it's happening. And, and those peaceful protests are, are awesome. And, and we have a constitutional right to protest. And uh, we, we protect that right and we defend that right. And uh, unfortunately, there were um, some, uh, some people who tried to kind of uh, hijack those protests right. and, uh, and turn them into something else, um, uh, chaos and, and uh, property destruction and violence. And, and there, there's a difference between protesting and rioting. And, uh, and so um, very grateful for the way that law enforcement handled that um, and, and really stepped up. Uh, we, we did call out the National Guard that night um, after things were starting to spiral out of control and uh, were able to take control very quickly and again open things back up so protesters could do their thing and, and it's been it's, it's been really great um, ever, ever since then and uh, again I would put uh, the response here up against anywhere in the, in the country and, uh, and not just that but the discussions that are happening. We had an incredible meeting um, with the uh, Multicultural Commission which I, I, I chair and uh, the Martin Luther King Commission here in the state um, and uh, we're working on some important reforms. Law enforcement is involved, and, and that's critical. You know, at the same time, though, that all of this was happening, we had a, 
you know, we had an officer in Ogden that lost his life yeah. uh, protecting a family, and 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 that was just devastating. And so, um, there, that those conversations matter as well, and, and bringing those those together. And, and and by the way, it's not just enough to change laws or or change policies. Um, we really need a culture change, and uh, and 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 people getting closer and understanding, seeing the world through the, the, the eyes of, of the black community here in our state and understanding um, the, the, the racial prejudices that do still exist and, uh, and getting proximate, getting close, so that we can uh, be part of the solution and help to change that so everyone in Utah feels welcome. And uh, I'm, I'm really, I, feel like, I, I really feel like we're in a better place today than we were a couple weeks ago and, uh, and that it's meaningful this time. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, you, it's it's voting season. You yourself find yourself in, in a, a political race as well. How is the the protest on top of the kind of challenging uh, situation in terms of being able to campaign with the COVID crisis? How has that changed? Um, I don't maybe the way you look at the issues, or maybe what is important in terms of expressing what you want voters to know about you and and obviously all other candidates. Well, it's it's you know. <laughs> 2020. Wow. Um, what a year. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's June. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to know what's coming in July. Um, I guess we have the, the Mormon crickets making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. So we know, uh, no, no in, in all seriousness, though, look, I mean, I mean, you know, global pandemic um, uh, is, you know, civil unrest. Uh, we threw an earthquake in there for for good measure. Uh, it's it's been it's been a really rough year for the for the the citizens of the state of Utah and and across our country. And it's it's absolutely changed the dialogue. Um, you know, I, I would have spent this entire call with ballots out talking about education and how we we need to improve education. That's still really important. But what people care about now is um, the health of their their families. I mean, John Huntsman, we just found out tested positive for the coronavirus today. Um, we, uh, we've got, uh, people who have lost their jobs and, and the highest unemployment of, uh, you know, of, of, of our lifetimes and, uh, getting people back to work quickly. And by the way, Utah is leading that effort. We, we, uh, we led the nation with the fewest job losses per capita, um, in April, which is great news for us, but it's still really hard for those who have lost their job. And, and then we have this, this kind of social and civil unrest, uh, because of, of, uh, of racism that has been here for generations. And, and so, we, you know, Utah's doing better than everywhere else but we can still do so much better and those are the conversations that matter and uh, and those that we really do need to hold our, our you know our political leaders to a higher standard and, and and Utah is a special place and we can show the rest of the nation that we're different than the rest of the nation that we're not as divisive as Washington DC and that we can work through these issues and uh, and really help one another out yeah and I think that's I think that's what a lot of people are definitely looking for is just logical, consistent message that they can fall in line with. And so, uh, yeah, I think you're totally right. And it makes me uh, proud to be in in a state that I think has handled uh, the coronavirus so well and, and handled these other situations seemingly so well where they've been, I don't say issues, they've been more challenging other places. Yeah, yeah and, and look, it's, uh, you know, our response hasn't been perfect and there's no there's no roadmap to these things, right? Course, you know, we're we're trying to figure this out as we go along. But but what's different here is the willingness of people um, to come together and to to figure it out together and to admit when we're wrong and uh, and try to make it better. And, and ultimately, I think that's all people really want. Uh, you know, they want they want people who care, who are trying, who are willing to admit when they're wrong and uh, and fix it. And uh, that's that's what makes Utah special. 
I think that really is true. Something I say all the time is the biggest thing someone can admit is that they don't know because there's nothing wrong with not knowing and admitting it is the first step to actually gaining that knowledge. Big thank you again to Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox talking to us about uh, COVID-19, especially the spike here in Northern Logan and how Utah has been dealing with and moving forward with the protests that are happening around the nation. Always happy to have them on the AJ McCall Show. Now, I don't know where your family ranks on the hoarding scale. I would say mine is somewhere ha- between halfway between like regular people and then needing their own TV show. Okay. So like not that bad, but you're kind of like, okay, some of the stuff you could probably just toss out. <laughs> you guys out. should probably get rid of this. Probably throw some of the stuff out. I'm not sure where my family ranks actually. Like now that I'm thinking about it, got no idea. I'd say five on a scale of one to Hoarder's TV show. Okay. Uh, and I think they have some old technology. Actually, I'm really bummed. They uh, There's old game systems that at some point disappeared Aww. that I wanted. That would have been some great technology to have in the house. I would have been playing yeah. all that stuff. But wouldn't what the oldest. In the house? Yeah, then I wouldn't be bored in the house. In the house board? No, I wouldn't be in the house board. Hmm. It'd be the best. Yeah. Be in the house excited. I'd be great. Yeah. In the house excited is a new song we need. Got it. You, I feel like the answer is I, I, nothing of of older than a few years because you know McCall throws away everything. <laughs> what do you think is the oldest thing in like your parents' house? Oh gosh, oldest working device. Honestly, I don't know. See, I have a pretty old working device. I've got What's an old that? Nintendo. Score. That's, that's the best. see, that's now you're rubbing it in because that's one of the devices I was supposed to get, and they've magically disappeared sometime between me moving away from home. I. uh... I don't remember which Nintendo it is, though. It's Dustin's. It's okay. got, like, the square paddle or the rectangle paddles. That's the first one. Yeah. So we have that Regular one. Regular Nintendo. Yeah. So yeah. we have that one. That's the oldest one, I think. And it works. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the best. I just threw a, What? Does he play it? Uh, We played it when we were in Vernal, but I don't think we've played it since. It's in a box right now because everything's kind of... Everything's in a box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's in a box. Mm-hmm. But, but, but... <laughs> We just threw away a box of like old stuff, like old phones, my old cell phones and no. Dustin's old cell phones. And Can you turn those in for something? Stuff, probably, but I didn't care. McCall! What? I'm pretty sure you can get something for those. Didn't care. In the garbage they went. <sighs> okay, see, that's why it's important to talk about this because some of us have some nostalgic things. Some of us have some cool hand-me-down things and then McCall's like, gone. I yep. panicked for a second when she said she threw something out because like, don't you say you threw away games or anything? And I'm no, of course not. I'm oh, upset. Of course not. I'm gonna be upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Honestly, I mean, it makes sense that it's dust. That's the only that's the only work around here because otherwise, I, that's about what I expect. McCall throws away old stuff. Yep. VFX's Facebook roulette. The last thing from the AJ and McCall show comes from you, AJ Woo! Knight, McCall Taylor. Add us on Facebook because that's where we pull it from. So McCall, what are you picking? I landed on my friend Daniel's post. And it's a screenshot of a tweet, and it says, my, my sister snapped me this, but I feel like it deserves to be seen by so many more. And it's a guy in the driver's seat and a dog in a passenger seat. He's a pupper sitting on his bum with a seatbelt on. <laughs> He's so cute. I love him. <laughs> what kind of puppy if you could speculate? Uh, It's a yellow lab. Okay. Mm-hmm, it's so cute. It looks like he's like six weeks old. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're saying right now. I love now. him. I landed on my friend. I don't even know him, but I love oh, him. I want to be best friends with this dog. I let. <laughs> I want to pet that dog. I, I let. <laughs> I want you to know, last night I was playing with a few friends, and one of my buddies I got hooked on TikTok just randomly goes, 
just did a bad thing. I'm like crying right now. And another this one dog of my friends, is so cute. Another one of my friends goes, what's that? And before he can finish the sentence, I go, it's from TikTok. I and regret he goes, the thing I did. He goes, you, he goes, you say this like I should know. I said, no, I'm informing you where it's from. <laughs> I landed on Michelle. It says me smiling at people under my mask thinking they could see it. And it's baby Mike Wazowski going. Oh, you can win because I felt that. On a spiritual level. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Oh, I'm crying. Find us across all social media, especially if you post pictures of dogs, because obviously McCall's going to absolutely love I them. I will, and I will love react to it, and I will hype you up like it is nobody's business. <laughs> you does me a Share it to every post ever. <laughs> across all social media. Uh, remember, if you missed uh, us talking to Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox, the whole interview is in the podcast. Uh, that's utahsvfx.com under the podcast section or search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are found. Boom. McCall, do you buckle your dogs in like that? Nope. Did you buckle your puppers in like that? Nope. Well, then why, why do you think it's so cute if you didn't do it? Because. It looks cute. Were you ever one of those people that buckled in meals? You know, people post oh, those yeah, pictures. Oh, yeah, I do it all the time. For serious? Yeah. I never know when someone's going to be a DA in front of me and I got to slam on my brakes. I'm not going to have my enchilada smash up against my windshield. That doesn't sound like a tasty enchilada. If your enchilada windshield smashes up against your windshield, good. I think you've run into some other problems that are probably a little bit more pressing. I don't know. I'll buckle in my food, though. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Buckle in your food and don't do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> Thanks for listening to VFX.